Welcome to another episode of the Digital Recruiter Podcast today. I am joined by Jonaid Iqbal. He has become a good friend over the last few months. He is all over LinkedIn. He's got 40,000 plus followers. He has some amazing content. He's the founder of nodegree.com. He's helping people that don't have degrees get their dream jobs and careers. He's written over 500 resumes. He's done a little bit of recruiting. He's got a podcast. He's got different websites. He is all over the place. Um, Really smart dude. Just an awesome person. High integrity. Um, I I just really enjoy getting to know him. He knows a ton about content and branding and just what it's like to be in the candidate in the market. So I'm excited to have him on here. Jonai, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's just amazing how these connections form on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like the most serendipitous platform. And I find social in general, you just never know who you meet. And I've met, I went to networking events and people were like, hey, I saw this post that you made and we weren't even connected. And I was like, what? And then we connected and yeah. now she engaged with my post. So I, I really encourage a lot of people who don't realize that social media is very powerful if you use it the right way. It's amazing. I mean, I've I'm running two business now, two businesses now because of it. And the people I met like yourself and some clients, and now some people turn into business partners and just those friendships and relationships are hugely important in my life now. And it all came from just posting on LinkedIn. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. Um, how, so talk to us. I mean, I always ask everyone, you know, how you got into recruiting, but I know recruiting, you got a little taste of it, but you've yeah. really kind of gone in a different direction and more of the candidate world. Talk to, yeah, how we got into recruiting and nodegree.com, you know, kind of yeah. want to hear the backstory, man. Yeah. So nine years ago, on August 2014, I was on Reddit. Someone asked in Ask Reddit, where people ask questions, for those of you without a college degree who make over six figures, what do you do and how'd you get the job? And the answers were like, I'm a claims adjuster, I'm a surveyor, elevator repair, I'm a recruiter, I'm a database administrator. And it was like, how'd you get the job? Oh, my uncle, my cousin, my aunt, my friend, teacher's retiring, right place, right time. It was never like, hey, I want to be a recruiter ever since I was eight years old. And that's what happened. And so I was like, these are jobs that people don't think about having when they grow up. And then the thing is, if you don't know anything about recruiting, how do you become a recruiter? It can be very overwhelming. So I was like, why don't I be that uncle, cousin, or friend where I teach people about careers and I show them the roadmaps so that they can actually do it. And then I searched up trades.com, but that's like a dictionary word. That would have been like a million dollars or something. I searched up nodegree.com and we got an inquiry. I didn't answer the first email or something. And then we got an offer of like 15 to 1800 we negotiated down to 1433 and that that's when it started so the first few years a couple guys in the basement we're just figuring things out like i was intern i got like my first full-time job uh so it was like you know i was still like partly in grad school and i was like okay you know what i really need to learn just the ins and outs and there's a lot of years of research and then i was like you know what the market is i need to be a job board so that companies can post and then people can find it and I can focus on a lot of content. Now, it was always tough because I was working full time. 
and I used to be an actuary for people who don't know actuaries have to take exams to move up in their careers. And these exams are like a hundred to 300 hours of like, think about like a math final on super steroids. Uh, so it was one of those that, and you have to pass like an exam every 18 months. I was like, look, I, I would like, and they had a rule. You have to pass every 18 months. So what I would do is I would pass in like the third cycle and then I would extend my time at the company because you get fired. So I passed it and I renewed my time. And then I was like, look, I can't spend hundreds of hours doing things. I really need to have free time outside of work. So then I got a regular job as a data analyst. And then eventually I was like, look, I have so much that I know I need to do. I need to do this full time. So I quit my job. I mean, thankfully I live at home. So that gave me some flexibility. I always tell people, I didn't have a cushion. I didn't have anything. I quit my job and I didn't make money for 15 freaking months. <laughs> like I was like, damn, I like, I like help people move. I like did all those odd things yeah. to like make a little money. And you like know what? Support the dream. Yeah, support the dream. <laughs> and yeah, then eventually I got on LinkedIn and then seven months on LinkedIn and eventually I figured some things out. So, okay. So nine years ago, you get newdegree.com. You quit the job. Five How years many... ago. I quit the job five years ago. So, so then the you quit job... the job five. So nine years ago, then you quit the job five years ago and it takes 15 months. You're working the side jobs. What are you doing in those 15 months as you're building out, you know, and trying to drum I, up? Like, what was that like? Yeah. yeah. So I quit August 2018, right? Um, I was an assistant wrestling coach. So I'm really involved in the community and stuff. I, something I like to do, just give back. But I was networking a lot. Like, I was networking. I was going here. I, like, met my mentor actually around that same time and just really networking. I was like, yo, I'll do this and I'll try to create content. I took a hundred hour course on Facebook ads. My friend's brother had a course that he created. He sold for like $4,000. I got it for free. So I took this hundred hour course on like Facebook ads and funnels. And that helped me get some ideas about social media algorithms. So I, I was growing an Instagram account, but then Instagram changed their algorithm. You know how these platforms, and I, I, I was losing growth. And then I was like on Quora answering questions, but it didn't drive traffic. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I get on LinkedIn? Somehow I, I came across it because I was like, every time I leave a comment, they see my picture and they see my headline and then yeah. they can check out my page. And then I, what I did was I did a hundred comments a day. Like, and I would, I wouldn't do the thanks. Amazing. You know, all that. And this was before chat GPT. So yeah. like you had to think about it, but I just ended up building a lot of relationships. I learned a lot. Like I would learn from a, actually a lot of recruiters. Like they'll say, Hey, here's, here's, what an ATS is, because I had no idea. I was like, oh, okay, an ATS. Here's how you write a good resume. Here's some things you should consider. And I learned bits and pieces. Like a lot of people don't realize that there are people, and just like you, who give gold nuggets straight on their feet, like things that you would have to pay for if you had a coach. But if you go out there and follow the right people, and I did that, and then eventually it just led to me doing resumes and making money. I, I, I love that. Yeah, that's... That's what people ask, you know, when you were just on the content call, right, for the Digital Recruiter Mastermind, um, which you've done an awesome job just, like, giving so much value the last few weeks to our, our recruiters that are in there, uh, is I, I studied this for years. I've been following feeds and creators and understanding the tone that I want to hit and trying some stuff out on Facebook and LinkedIn and really understanding, like learning from others. And I said, those free nuggets that are out there and really trying to understand, like, what do I want, you know, my identity to be on here, right? And I don't want it to be 
you know, I want it to be congruent with who I am, but you also want, you don't need to show everything, but yeah. it's like, I want to be congruent with who I am in business. Right. And it's a way to kind of make your stamp as to like, this is what I bring to the table in business. And that's, there's a real opportunity there, but it, it does take time and consistency. Yeah. Uh, when did you start to see like the tide shift in your favor and like starting to create some revenue? So February, 2019, I got on LinkedIn, right? I was networking. I was live streaming around October, November. I met one of my friends and we were live streaming together and all that. And he's like, Janayad, I'm making money doing resumes. You could do it. And originally I didn't want to do resumes. Cause I was like, I don't be the person who just charges 50 bucks and, just changes some formats and all that. But he was telling me his process. He's like, look, I sit down with these people. And then I was thinking, okay, I was like, I, I want, I need traffic for a job board. You need traffic, right. To get employers to post. And it's like that chicken or egg scenario. But I was like, why don't I do resumes? And, but I'll do it a unique way. I was like, I'll sit down with these people for four to six hours. Originally, some people I sat down for seven to eight hours. I was like, let me learn about their experiences. And then I'll write the resume in front of them. I was like, I'll give them a unique experience. And so that's why people are like, well, how do you know so much? I was like, look, I literally interviewed this guy who was a CIO of this. I interviewed a CTO of that. I interviewed a clown on that. And I interviewed a salesperson in that. So I essentially was like, I'm getting paid for case studies that I get to learn about all these careers. And that's what helps my content. And, you know, every person I learn a little bit, I learn like, oh, this person made this much. This person made this much. Oh, this is a recruiter. They do X, Y, Z. And I, I just kept on learning and learning. And the first few resumes, I would charge like 50 to, I think one resume was like a hundred bucks. Then the next one I raised to 200 bucks. Then it was like 297. And that was like a good rate, like in the beginning. And I, yeah. you know, look, I would say looking back, it, it was a starting rate, but I saw these people start getting raises and I just really learned a lot. And I'm not a hardcore seller. Like some people are like, hey, you need to use me, blah, blah, blah. I like creating like authority through content. And I like having fun. You know, I, you've probably seen it where these people are just always selling and it's like boring. Like who wants to go and be like, yep, bye. It's like, hey, I want to get to know someone. I want to get to know what they're about. And I just network, network, and I start getting referrals. And then I started increasing my prices slowly, slowly. Like then I went to 350. And then the one thing that I'll say that changed the game, my friend was like, hey, she's like, Janine, I charge like a thousand plus for resumes. He's like, but people don't pay up front. I do payment plans. So then I started doing it. At one point, I, I charged 297 for resumes. And then I went to 347. I got like no business. So I had to go back down. Like, I remember my girlfriend, she was like, no, don't raise it. I was like, no, I can raise it. Watch, watch, watch. And then she's like, see, I told you. And then I was like, you know, my, what I did was I said, let's do two payments of 227. And you know what? Even though it was 50% more, I was getting the same amount of business. And I made it. I was like, look, if you're not happy, don't pay the second payment. And like, n look, 95% of people paid. And then that's how I kind of always raise my prices because I was like, look, I'll, I'll do it. And after people do the first session, most people still continue. And so that's how I started making money and then just networking. Uh, it, it, there are so many lessons there. So many things I want to uncover from that. It's you learning the stories, right? Number one, doing the work, getting in there, charge the price that gets you in there to be able to do yeah. the work, get the case studies and learn, right? And this applies to people recruiters maybe building their agency right i've had people come to me yeah. like oh well my rate is six percent right and veteran recruiters are like oh i would never work on something six yeah, yeah. percent well, it's like 
well, this person, it's their side hustle, number one. Yeah. They're already making 150K a year at their full-time job. And so 6% on that, they're still making, yeah. you know, the roles, they're still making 10, 15, yeah. you know, 1,000 on a placement or whatever. Like, they're happy at 6 yeah. It's all context, right? But then I I showed them how to, like, work up his prices. But sometimes yeah. you do. You have to earn your way up to prices. And some people just throw out numbers for the sake of it because, oh, I'm going to make a bunch of money or, like, online yeah. coaching programs are going to – charge 15k just so they don't have to do any work and they have other yeah. people handle them and it's like no 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 yeah. like you got to earn your price range your yeah. price range and sometimes that is with your payment plan it's like it's not necessarily just about the number right it's being yeah. able the ease of being able to work with you yeah. is so important right and making it yeah. accessible to engage in your services that doesn't mean the lowest price yeah at all and times. i want to I want to yeah. really add on that. Like I come across so many people, they're like, oh no, I'm in this new industry. I'm, I'm not doing it. I know my worth. And I'm like, look, are you getting any business? You're, you're worth, zero, you're getting 0%. Like your rate is $0, yeah. you know? Fixed and I, mindset. I, I, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, look, you, if you haven't made someone happy at $20, how are you going to make them happy at 40? How are you going to make them happy at 60? And it's like, look, do one, even if you get one client, if you can't get one client, then your rate is zero. And I think too many people focus on this because they read to these online coaches like, hey, you know, sell these high ticket program. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. I see a lot of people, they were like, I sold a 5K program. I didn't even know how to do the work. And I researched how to do the work. So it's like, whereas like you could have gone in, maybe you charge a thousand, maybe you charge 500. You go for that 6%. You learn the systems. You learn the ins and outs. You learn, okay, I can charge more. Now you have case studies. Now you have referrals. Now you have this. Now you charge. Where some people are like, hey, I'm only, I'm not recruiting for anything less than 30%. And they have no business. And it's like, in one year, you could have got like 10 placements at 6% instead of zero at 30. Exactly. And it's always revealing on, on LinkedIn. And I've had a couple exchanges with other recruiting coaches. Um, don't research any other names if you're listening. I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> but and it's been telling. I've had some great interactions and relationships. And some have become coaches in the program. And some other ones get a little bit insecure and, and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, like you're on that path right now. Like yeah. I get it. Like I'm not, you know, where you go figure your stuff out. But it's all this stuff to me. I mean, it feels earned. I started a digital career two years ago. It was 1500 for six weeks. Yeah. Like, and I gave everything. I mean, I think everyone yeah. those those six weeks they got like twelve weeks for me. Yeah, they yeah. got like four months for me for that fifty because I was like, you, I'm gonna crush it for you. Like, give me a case study, testimonial. I had to. They were everything to me, and that yeah, I, it's so fun. Like, and I have such a good memory looking back on it. Yeah. The first week I did a group call in digital recruiter, I had COVID. I was a mess on the call. I could yeah. barely string yeah. a sentence together. And like, you know, I did a beta offer. I had three people in the program because that's what I, I, I felt comfortable with. And two of them I'd already worked with before. So I was kind of, you know, we were going in this direction. One was brand new. And the new guy was like, he didn't know me. And he, he messaged one of the other members. He's like, is Clark like legit? And she was like, he knows his stuff. Just trust me. Like, it's going to work yeah. out. And sure enough, we got his outreach going. And within an yeah. hour, he had, like, a perfect lead. And, like, yeah. it turned into a client and a placement. He's like, wow, this is amazing. I was like, I knew, like, just, like. And so, like, I have props to, like, uh, to Tara. She, thought she, she, yeah. she had my back. But, again, 
that's it's also nervous. the referral, the network, right? You build yeah. that goodwill. People will have your back. But, you know, yeah. I got to, I came through with that number. And then little by little, I raised it. And then yeah. I raised it. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that. I got to go back and I got to improve the program. And I've had so much to get better at yeah. in the program for people. And now I'm like, you know, that is what's important. I want to make sure yeah. people get 10 times the value in the ROI that they invest in me and yeah. anything that they have. And I know you have the same approach and yeah. it's so powerful when you approach it that way, you feel uh, like the, you're aligned internally, yeah. right? Like your conscious is clear, which is really important. No, you know what? That reminds me, it's a relief, yeah. right? Cause there are sometimes the first time I work with the lawyer, right? I'm like, look, trust me, I've done it. I can, I can do it for you, but you're kind of like, and you know what's funny? Those people, they're like, he messaged me. I was like, how's it going? He's like, yo, my wife, my wife wants to thank you. I got an 80K raise. And I was like, okay. Like, it's such a relief when you're like, okay, one hour. Okay, boom. I did yeah. it. And it's it, it's nice. But I always tell people, like, it's okay to have that nervousness. But do your work. Do right by your clients. Have that customer service. And a lot of people, will be, they just see it. Like, I've had clients, you know, look, sometimes there are some clients that take longer. Like, I had a client, he wasn't getting in this market. He wasn't getting the same interviews, Right. And I said, look, I, 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 I'm going to keep giving you extra coaching because I said, you're going to get this. You're not getting the hits. And, you know, I even at one point, I was like, look, I'll waive the second payment because I was like, I feel like I failed you. He was like, no, no, no. He got a job. He's like, yo, just let me get my second paycheck. I'll pay you. So it's like you want to when you build that trust and you build that referral, you get people who are like, you know what? Like they're premiums, but that premium is worth it. You're paying for good stuff. <sighs> It's, I, I really haven't covered this topic at all on any yeah. of the episodes. So I love that we're doing it now and that you, you know, you, you're also, you know, a coach and, you know, you're, yeah, you're doing the work, right? The resume, yeah. but just getting the stories out and, and doing that work and really kind of having that ROI attached to it. It's been a lesson for me, like no matter yeah. what, even if the, as the modules are getting better and I'm trying to figure that out and improve the course modules and we're always available for a one-on-one -on -one call yeah. or a chat or to, to check in or whatever you're stuck with. That has always been like a digital recruiter staple. It's like, if you are yeah. stuck, you reach out and one, someone will get on a call with you and talk to you one-on-one -on -one and we will figure it out. Right. And we will hear yeah. you out and figure out the problem. And I've had people, yeah, stay longer than the three months or the six months. Like we are going to get there in the yeah. solution. And it's like, I don't do the money back guarantee yeah. if, if there is ever a payment plan or whatever. It's like, again, people always stick it out. Yeah. But it's like, you're going to get the value because, like, I got to also have your money, like your head in it. Like the yeah, reason yeah. we don't do money back is like, I need you to be invested. No, in this true. like it's together it's not me or you it's both of us doing it and if something's not clear or the market's tougher right you're in a tough industry like i'll help you to get the result but like you gotta drive forward because i do think like the money back and all that it's just it's a low vibration i don't think it actually creates the 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 forum the space to actually make progress and make improvements no, you know what it so one thing i've learned is don't work with people who don't trust you because yeah. it's one thing your first thing you don't have clients and stuff you got reviews at the bottom of your profile you got testimonies you got all that even the free stuff you give is so good and i found like because i have right now i have like 260 plus reviews and you know when i was like 150 i had people like how do i know you're gonna work i'm like look i'll be honest i have over 150 reviews there are people who are charging three four times my price i'm not even charging that price and you don't trust me i'll be like look i can't help you and if you don't trust me, because you know what it is, is they don't trust themselves. 
Yeah. And, and you can't help someone who's not ready. And I've seen it. Dude, you're so right. You are so right. I, 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 man, you're so spot on. This is, I mean, you're coaching me on this right now because this is stuff I've talked to, you know, Christina about and, yeah. and kind of looking back and, I just think it's such an angle. I mean, I'm going to start yeah. really looking at this and using this more. It's, it really is. It's a trust. And we talked about it on the call, right? Like yeah. building trust. It's where the content and building the brand, like you're trying to build the trust. Yeah. Right. And cause it's so important. Cause I want people to get the result, but you're right. If they don't trust me, they're not going to get there. Yeah. Right. They're and, not, and, they're yeah. not going to give you referrals and they're going to be the hardest clients to work with. Like I had, someone who I was just like going back and forth. And it's like interesting because it's like these people come to me with bad resumes. They're not getting interviews and they're arguing with me. And I'm like, look, are you getting in inter- I sometimes have to like put that line. Are you getting interviews? Are you getting leads? You know, it's just like you give them LinkedIn advice and they come to you with the worst profile. Then I, and there's sometimes in the middle of the call, I'm like, look, I will give you a refund and give you your money back. It does not look like you trust me. And I've had people completely change their tone because you have to have that where it's like, look, I, I, I'm not giving you things that are going to and I'm telling you why it works. I'm not just saying, Hey, do this to your profile. I'm telling you do this because of X, Y, Z. Here's how it's going to do it. And I'm going to fully explain. Here's a scenario where it works, but I, I avoid people who don't trust me, especially because we have our presences built. We have a lot of things. We have social proof. We have all that. What I've realized is maybe they want someone who worked at a Microsoft or who worked at certain companies. I will never compare compete that i was like that time is better spent focusing on the other people and then i get other people who are like hey thousand bucks where would i do it and I'm like whoa, whoa we didn't even like book a day you're just ready to give me money you're like ready yeah. to give me a zell i was like hey like, so i think it's really important in any type of business especially if it's high ticket you need to get that trust because if they don't trust you you're just going to waste all your time qualifying them and then at the end like i had one guy he was like all right can you give me a guarantee that and i was like look if you don't get at least a 15 percent increase on your thing you don't pay the second payment he did all that and then he was like nah it's a little outside my budget so i went through all this gave him all this free value all that so i just realized like those people i'm like look i'm just like look i can't guarantee you you got to put in work yeah you got to put in the work that's why it's one of the pillars of joining right the digital recruiter program you got to show up you got to put in the work right and, and, and you know for you know we've got a lot of recruiters agency owners listen to this this applies to qualifying clients qualifying your job orders like yeah. this these are themes and principles across the board are applicable everywhere right kind of having those boundaries and you you work there right it's not always perfect right and, and there's some friction it could be some gray areas but you got to be willing to embrace that yeah. and embrace that that sometimes it's not going to go well and just being okay saying no and walking away the yeah. more you get there man it's such a freer feeling it is. on the other side man it is so free yeah. yeah. And you know what's interesting? I've looked back at my calls, right? Like the people, like the people who didn't pay the second payment, right? And I did the work for it. One lady, she didn't pay the second, like it was two payments to 227. She was like, how can I try? I was like, look, look at my background, look at this. If you're not happy. And she did get a job and she didn't pay the second payment. And you know, I messaged, emailed her a couple of times and it's like, I'm not going to go follow it, right? It's cost of doing business that happens. Now, another thing is, a lot of times when they're that distrustful, it reveals something about their character because it's projection. Because people who are thieves think everybody steals because that's, hey, if I were in this situation, that's what I would do. So that's what I've also found where it's like, uh, like I had one guy, I was supposed to have a client today 
He was like, hey, my he rescheduled last week. He rescheduled this week. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I got to reschedule with my wife. I was like, yo, don't worry. I like being flexible. He's like, yo, I'll pay the, the second payment, you know, the full payment. Up front. I was like, no, no, dude, I trust you. Because when you get these people who trust you, they like, they have that character. Like, I want to have that. And I, in your business, it will make a night and day difference. You'll sleep so much better and you'll just be so much more relieved because they know you're doing the best for them and you know that they're doing the best for you. Yeah, and, and all in due time, right? Because sometimes, like, engage, like you just have to let it breathe. Like, someone's not ready or they sign up and something happens and it needs a couple weeks to kind of hit a restart or whatever. Like, life can happen, right? But it is how people respond to those things that does reveal the character. And you are spot on about the projection. I'm thinking back to some of those. I think I've only had... I've only had one person out of the hundred plus people we've worked with ask for any sort of refund. Yeah. He had like 15 one-on-one calls with our team, had a bunch of homework assignments. He never did. Yeah. That never stuff that would have helped like everything. And I'm like, no, no, we, we did. We did our job. Yeah. We showed up for you. I've refunded people that I didn't trust or didn't trust me. And yeah. I'm like, at weekend, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't a fit. Like this, here's yeah. your money back. Right. Like, and, and I can count on one hand the amount of times that's happened. Yeah. Right. And you go, it goes back to trust. And, you know, this is a very real conversation. And, you know, it, it, it's this stuff happens. Stuff happens to recruiters. I mean, having the boundaries, you know, those clients that they pitch low fees or they don't take you seriously, yeah. they're not giving you feedback, like being able to just let go, you know, and if yeah. I can kind of, encapsulate this encapsulate this theme of whether it's coaching or resume writing or recruiting you got to be able to see those signs those red flags and know it's a projection and be able to let that go right and we can kind of go into talking about linkedin and the brand right one of the best ways to get over that is play the numbers game have leads have a pipeline right build that if you're hanging on one prospect because that's all you got you're going to be put yourself in a tough situation yeah yeah to take on a bad client. That's where I see most people fall and, you know, get in trouble. Yep. Right. So obviously you built up this brand, built up this content. Now you got leads left and right. You got reviews. Yeah. Talk to me about the process where you maybe had one or two leads to getting now, you know, dozens per month, right? Like yeah. how did you get there? So again, going back to earning my dues. So it's like now, since I've done over 500 resumes, even if I'm not active on LinkedIn. So let me tell you the story. I did, one guy's resume. He was like, yo, why don't you help my friend? I did his friend's resume. I got him a, he got a 30K raise and 37 and a half K year in stock. So he essentially got a 67.5K raise. All right. I did his brother's resume and I got his brother a job. I did the update. I got his brother the update on the job. I did his mom's resume. I did his stepmom's resume. I did his stepmom's coworker's resume. I, he moved. I did his new resumes. I did his new roommate's resume. And then I did his roommate's friend resume. And now today I got a referral from the roommate's friend. So it's one of those that if you do good quality work, right? It's not like you go on Google of like, I need a recruiter. Let me go search up. It's these are relationship-based areas. You come on platforms and all that. So a lot of it's, and a lot of people don't realize I did over 100 resumes for free. Like, you know, people in my network are like, yo, your, your wife is looking for a job. Cool. Then it's like wife's friend. So it's one of those things that it's like I, I did over 100 resumes. And that's like I'm spending two to three hours with them. I've also done a thousand plus 15 minute reviews where I've given people so much value in 15 minutes that I've gotten referrals from that. So it's like you 
you earn your dues. You keep doing this for some time. Like so many people look at this and say, oh, I have this 50K a month business. I have this 100K a month business. It's like, oh, I want this. Like you're not going to get it in two, three months. Get you're gonna you have to build it you gotta build your dues you gotta invest and a lot of people don't realize like you know people like you and i we've invested well over six figures back into the business right oh, we're, we're like yeah. hey we could go go on vacation we could upgrade lifestyle it's like no we want to really grow the business and you got to invest back into yourself so it's like paying that paying the dues doing those things taking care of people keeping in touch and then through linkedin people find me but even without that it's like all these little things all these little pieces all these other little favors that i did for people it's like comes back slowly in different ways you can't be selfish yeah that it's just it's not a recipe for abundance at all yeah it's not and and you know the abundance mindset all that can be woo to some people but this stuff is real like and it's it's to to deny it at your own peril right or your own risk yeah. But it's real, and that people can sense when you've earned it. You've earned your dues, and it, you internalize it. And it's funny because sometimes people have to remind me that I've hit that point. I'm sure it's like yeah. that for you. And you're like, oh, like I have put a lot of work in. I spent thousands yeah. of hours on the phone, just like you have, right? You've done all the re- dude. That's nuts. Hundred resumes for free, a thousand fifteen minute reviews. I mean, you are soaring past the ten thousand hour rule. Yeah, like yeah. it is crazy and it's so obvious with your content and just talking to you and just the, the nuggets that you'll give in like a two minutes on our call and another five minutes because it's just the way that you you listen and you hear people and you tie things together that they didn't think for you know they didn't think for themselves right they wouldn't have realized without you like that's the gold and that's you know back in 2017 when you were working part-time you quit your job right they don't see the overnight success that had that took 10 years 15 years right and so like dude it's just real and it's the same thing in recruiting people kind of come in and they see the big checks like oh i'm gonna get that how hard can this be and then then it's mike tyson right everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face and they get punched in the face and it's like all right are you blaming everyone else are you gonna take ownership right and yeah yeah. So I want to add one caveat. So I really like the abundance mentality, but I do. There's a specific thing I do to keep it in check. I have done 100 resumes for free, but I actually do regret doing that many. And I have a different formula. So here's the analogy I give. Like, what would be like your dream client? Like, this would make you make like a million a month. What would be like your dream client? Talking to me? Yeah, yeah. What would be like, oh, my God, if I did this, I'd be so set. Like, if I landed a deal with Microsoft and I'm in charge of XYZ training all the recruiters, what would you say? Like, give me an example. Yeah, it's a good that's a good, that's a good question. Definitely not a huge company like that. But for, for us, I think it would be having this, the digital recruiter, like, so systemized that yeah. people could go – through, we could enroll like 200 people a month or something like okay. that. And everyone gets like, has the opportunity to get an amazing result. Okay. So let me, let's say, maybe let's say you get a keynote presentation for at this big recruiter, rec con, whatever the recruiter conference is. Right. So I always tell people, the more you give, the more you receive, like that's something I've seen it. However, you, there's only a limited amount you can give. You have limited time. You have limited money. And I tell people, if you gave everyone a thousand dollars, You'd be very good at networking. You're just going to run out of money real quick. But, for example, in your case, let's say you could pay $1,000 to meet the conference organizer to get you that spot in front of like 
500 recruiters and 50,000 who are watching live. That's worth $1,000. Same thing, like, let's say I could get a meeting with the CEO of Google or Microsoft. I'd pay $1,000 for that meeting. So I say that you have to adjust your giving based on who you meet, right? In some cases, high cost, high value, right? It's just, it makes sense for that opportunity. In other cases, what I would say is you need to have a sustainable way of giving. So you need to give away something that's low cost, that's high value to someone else. So for me, I give free career advice. Hey, 15 minute review. Hey, give me a resume. I'll look at it two minutes. Boom, high value, low cost to me. I'll send them to my podcast. I'll give them other things like that, where it's like, I've had calls where it's like, hey, you, I, here's the mistakes I made in podcasting. Here's a course. Here's a link to a book. So you want to find different ways to give that are sustainable because, yeah, you could give everyone two hours of your time, but you also have work. You have a family. You have things to do. So I, I tell people, and it doesn't matter what you give, right? Because sometimes people are like, I have nothing to give. And I tell people, look, are you, you know about PCs? You can help people buy laptops. I know someone else. They're like, I know a lot about getting cheap flights. Just tell someone, hey, if you ever need cheap flights, I know ins and outs. I knew I did a resume for someone who worked at a car dealership. I was like, look, going forward, you tell people, hey, thank you for your time. I really appreciate all the help you give me. If you're ever buying a car, I used to sell cars. Call me. I'll tell you how to negotiate. Again, five to 10 minutes, he's saving us 1000 But now the thing is, even if they never use you, they remember you. Yeah. They see you as different. So just find those things that you can give. I, I, like, one guy helped me do groceries. Like, you know, like, he, I was like, hey, what seasonings do I need? And he was like that. But it doesn't matter what, there's always something that you can give. And once you have that mentality, you can really just give to so many people. And you, they're like people who I've done review score. They're like, oh, my friend Jason. I was like, I have no idea who Jason is. I probably talked to this guy two years ago, but it's come back to me. Yeah, man, there's there's so much gold here. And just the giving piece and being able to just like lend a hand and participate and just be live life and dive, you know, dive into life in a sense. And if you don't know what that is, you know, start ask people what they would pay you for. You know, I did that when I was thinking of leaving Aerotech and, you know, I got a lot of feedback of like, you know, coaching or managing, right, or kind of all that. So I'm like, that's how I started thinking about coaching. And I was like, oh, interesting, right? Because I asked my network and trusted friends, like, you know, where they saw the value in, in my skills. Yeah. And now here we are eight years later, right? And so that's what it started with. It's just like, all right. And then I coach people for free and I got testimonials and do yeah. the whole thing. And and that's like it built up that that confidence in that that network and valuing your time is so key, right? I do a lot of email updates now or Slack yeah. and People, I cancel calls where people don't fill it out. Like, if yeah. I've had people book time on you know, my calendar, they're not serious about actually investing in the program. Like, why are you picking? Like, this isn't. There's yeah. an app. There's like a form of questions you fill out, yeah, yeah. and you're not serious about it. That's not being respectful yeah, yeah. to me. I would never do that to someone else, right? And yeah, like, yeah. you give, but you also treat how you want to be treated. Others, way you want to be treated. And it'll tolerate that. I said, yeah. it's, you know, it's been a hard battle, you know, for me to find yeah. out. And I, you're right. I can't give a hundred free hours, but if you're serious about potentially investing yourself as your recruiter, I'll give yeah. you 30 minutes. Like let's yeah. hash it out. Like let's brainstorm, like let's give you a game plan. Right. And you know, all I ask is that you're serious about like, if this is a fit, we both agree that you're willing to take the next steps. Yeah. Right. And you if you're not, that's why I'm recording these episodes and put them on, on YouTube and Spotify yeah. and as you said, giving the game away with content, all that. There's plenty on here on, on LinkedIn yeah. to like figure out a roadmap and like yeah. kind of run, run with it. Right. But if you want to talk to me one on one, like that's your commitment that like, yeah, I'm seriously considering investing. 
yeah. right? And something you know, like that. So you know what's interesting? So one of the reasons I regret doing a hundred for free because a hundred resumes for free because seventy percent they didn't even update me when they got a job. I was like, you were working at, at like retail, you got a job at Twitter, you got a job at like you couldn't even let me know. And they're like, yeah, I got so many interviews. I was like, I didn't even want money from you. I just wanted like a thanks. So what I realized is, I'm if I'm giving a good if I'm giving time two to three hours, I don't necessarily. Look, in some cases, I do favors. Like, if you're like, hey, my cousin, my friend, I'll be like, cool. That's So I now I'm more intentional with my giving that I focus on giving it to my community. Yeah. People who are there, outside my community, it has to be a referral or I have to be like, look, listen to podcasts. I have some free resources. The other thing is I want to give you a counter to people. I, I have a friend. He does the thing. It's like, how much are you willing to invest? And the people who put zero, he sends the cancellation. But this is how you word it. You say, hey, thank you. I apologize. I'm going to have to cancel the call. I have found that people who are not ready to invest do not get results. These things take a lot of work. They take a lot of time. So if you're not ready to invest, here are the free resources. But in all my history, I've never seen someone who wasn't ready to invest at least something get results. Because it's true. It's like, hey, I want. I, I tell people, yo, you want a $200,000 job, but you don't want to buy a course for 10 bucks. Like, you don't see, like, the disconnect? Yeah. It, it, dude, it's so true, right? I want to raise my fees. I want to figure out cold outreach and business development, right? But you won't invest, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20K. When yeah. one placement, you'll make that back. But if yeah. you unlock the secret and the approach and the messaging, and it's never like one specific message, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a mentality. It's an approach. Yeah. It's a philosophy of if you unlock that and you add that to your skill set, you'll make millions, yeah. Over the course of your life, especially if you unlock sales, like what is that worth to you? Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of a joke in yeah. a sense, right? I invested 10 K in a mastermind over five and a half years ago. I have ended up getting millions in return of that. Now they yeah. actually did an, their modules are pretty good. They, they should have never let me run with the offer, the coaching offer I had at the time. Yeah. I don't feel like they were good in that sense, but the network, I met one of my best friends. He ended up being the yeah. best man in my wedding. I met the person wow. that I worked at the LinkedIn agency. I met him through that program. I met a bunch of other people. I learned copywriting and like got book recommendations. And like, I got down this, yeah. like this rabbit hole of, I, and I have, it's been basically responsible for my, all my income the last four full years. Yeah. And so it was invaluable. Right. Yeah. So even a program that might not have been exactly what you thought it was going to be, if you apply enough of the principles and like it changes, opens your door to different things, yeah. could still have infinite ROI. So yeah. I think it's also stop trying to control everything that you expect. Right. And just be like, I trust these people and I'm just going to listen. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go and execute and see what happens. Yeah. And like you dive in and you see the people on the group calls that we have, right. That, they volunteer, they face their fears in front of the group and all that. And everyone else starts nodding their head. Oh yeah, I'm worried about that too. I'm worried about this. That person that was bold enough to speak up, they got the most value yeah. from that because they just dove in. They dove into their investment and, and, and everything else and into better themselves. And I, I'm so proud of them because I've been there before and I'm still there in certain things. Right? I yeah. still have my own coaches and like there is no more rewarding feeling that when you invest and you bet on yourself and you try to make stuff happen, like you will get better. You yeah. will get those clients and you know, the, the, the universe. And, and for me, God, like he, that, that rewards that when yeah. you're just like, you're serving that purpose and investing in yourself. Like 
you get rewarded. And it's not always that if you're waiting, well, I did it. Where's my reward? No, 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 no. You just got to do it because it's the right thing to do. And you just got to do, you know, so. And it comes. Look, I'm going to tell you my mentor. I met her when I quit my job. One of the first networking events, I met her. She was doing her business. I was doing hers. And you know what's interesting? She's a recruiter, like 20-plus years experience. And she was going into something very different. And there were people who were like, no, companies wouldn't pay for this. you got to change your model, right? She stuck with it, right? She made some decent money. And then she was getting these very interesting contracts, 10 to 20, 10 to 20K, right? And then, she, again, referral. She did the work. She did the work. Raised their fees. Then, you know, she did okay the first year. Second year, she did okay. Third year, third or fourth year, she cleared a million solo because now she, she's getting 50K contracts, right? And she's clearing them out in like two weeks, right? She's working hard, but it's one of those things like if you expect the reward in year one, year two, year three, like it is true. It, it, it does take the 10 years to become that overnight success. Like a lot of people see me, oh, how'd you grow LinkedIn, you know, that quickly in the beginning? It's like, look, I was reading. I was reading how people wrote posts. I was on Reddit looking at how people wrote. I practiced it. I was part of a public speaking club, right? So people are like, hey, you're a natural at podcasts. And I was like, yeah, I've been part of a public speaking club where we only had like seven members and one of them was my nephew who'd come along. So I'd have to like run the club and put myself out there. It's like, you have to keep putting yourself out there. And it's called, I, I believe it's called like, skills stacking or something skill like stacking, that yeah yeah skill stacking where it's like all the benefits just hit you in year 10 and it's like people want that year one year two it's like yeah there are some people online who tell you about it majority of people it takes time yeah and, and but you can make good money before you ever hit that ceiling yeah and that's the thing you got to find that balance like i'm just be i mean digital recruiter is two years old as of this month yeah it was even called digital recruiter when i started i you know changed the name six months in you know, Start and I was part time for yeah, I was part time for like six to eight months. Like I was work at another full time yeah. gig, and you know, and I I took everything out to invest yeah. in this, right? Like you know, I took out my four hundred one k, everything. I was all in. I did and, that too. Yeah, <laughs> this my four hundred one k zero. Yeah, my 401k zero. Is zero. <laughs> zero. I got I got a I got a life okay right now. I, I gotta yeah. show up every day. Okay, <laughs> that's what I gotta do and. You know, but it was so worth it. I just, I, I love that. And, and and it's so valuable. You know, I can, you know, I got a five month old son. I can tell him about that. You know, I, I started the business. I, you know, uh, you know, my wife and I got engaged two months later that had a wedding and the house had the kid all while they've been growing this thing. And yeah. it's going to, it's been the most rewarding time in my life, but I had to set aside those, like, I have to like, you know, I have goals, right. Revenue goals yeah. and all that, but setting aside the, like, I have to get here. I have to get to that. And just like, we're in a good spot. We're time to reinvest in the business and to get this thing really good. And it will scale when it is ready. Yep. Right. And like that is, but we're good, right? We're not starving, but we're good and get coming through for the clients and like just like taking that deep breath of like, don't rush to some imaginary, there's a imaginary numbers. I know inflation is real and all that. So like you yeah. got to get above sea level for sure. Yeah. Right. And be consistent. But once you get to above sea level, like how far up do you really need to go? How fast? And I've seen people get there and then try to do things too quick. And then you fall right back. I've been one of those people a few years ago and it's just like, just embrace the process. Once you get to that yeah. spot, just like keep chipping away it'll get there. Like it will get there. So. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting that 
it, it'll come. You keep doing, you keep working, you keep like doing those things. And you'd be surprised as once you start networking, how small the world is. Yeah. Right? Like I've had so many sisters like, oh, you know, Kevin, like Kevin, I went to high school with him or, you know, this, you know, that. So it's like stick it for the long haul. And, you know, all these people that you see who have so much success in big networks, it's like they took 10, 20, 30 years to get there. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. They're just always doing the work. Right. We were talking about that right before. It's like we're yeah. always working, you know, and like finding out. But then you got to find out being present with your family and all that stuff. But, man, you know, I'm I'm messaging you and Kevin yeah. and, you know, I know we got different time zones. It's like 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Right. Whatever. You know, yeah. the kids are sleeping. I'm like, finally can get back and like catch up yeah. on stuff. Right. But like, you know, or maybe I'm not available like first thing in the morning. But like we're just always yeah. Always on when you when you fall into it, when you love it, it's easy, right, yeah. to do it. And, 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 you know, like that staying present and, and all that. So now that you've you work your tail off, right, you're like, how do you balance the two, right, with, with work and with personal and kind of knowing what that switch is? Like, how do you how do you manage that? I, I'll so I, I make time for my friends and stuff and I am a multitasker in some ways, in the sense of I was on a meeting with Kevin at like 1.30 a.m. And I was like, we got to watch this YouTube video on how to grow on YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, Kevin, uh, but I got to get my exercise in. So I have, I put the tablet and I rode the exercise bike while watching this YouTube video. So for me, it's like finding ways that you can learn and still do your things and all that. And then thankfully, I'm going to tell you, like there are four types of skills. There are skills you're good at that you like doing skills you're good at that you don't like doing there are skills you're bad at that you like doing and skills you're bad at that you don't like doing when you're in business for yourself the things you're bad at that you don't like doing have someone else do or out you gotta outsource you can't do that it's gonna drain you you do an hour of that you're just like done the things you're good at that you like doing that's your zone of genius that's your zone of excellence i tend to put all my work in the zone of excellence you tell me hey you got 10 podcasts tomorrow i'm like cool let's go back to back to back you tell me hey i gotta organize my room I'm like done. It's like uh, you know, I was just, just going to say that like my skill that you're bad at, you don't like doing is vacuuming, cleaning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I can vacuum. I just can't do multiple things. When it's I like, guess. Hey, yeah. Know. I'm skilled at vacuuming, but actually yeah. my, I, I shouldn't say that I'm not because my wife yeah. is this. Yeah. You know, babe, you're great. Like you're great at vacuuming. I, I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not that guy. No, yeah. but I'll do the dishes though. I do the laundry. Yeah. But I, the yeah. other thing I want to say, the things you're good at, they don't like doing. You have to be very careful about this in business. Those are your burnout skills. Because yeah. oftentimes people are like, hey, you're so good at sales. But that doesn't mean you want to do sales the whole time. Oh, you're so good at organization. That doesn't mean you want to do it all the time. So you have to find out and limit those to when you need it. Maybe presentations you're good at, but you don't want to be presenting five times a day. And the things you're bad at that you like doing, those are you're like, hey, you know what? You should improve on them. Like, hey, you're probably a little good at this. And that's how I balance it in that I focus on the things that I'm good at that I like doing. I get other people to do the rest. So that that's why it's like I could show up at 2 a.m. Like me and Kevin will record videos at 2 a.m. And it's like I'm ready. I have energy. Yeah. So that's I, it's like you have to really find that system that works for you. Find these little things and understand yourself. And that takes years, honestly. Like it probably took you years just to figure out like, hey, this is what works for me. This is a system like and, you know, just working it out with people. But it took me some time. Yeah, it, it, it's I love that. I mean, you guys inspire me. I mean, I've loved your energy and Kevin's energy. It was the first call we had, like July, August. Yeah. And 
we get on these things. We've recorded stuff. We don't record. I mean, I think every time we have a conversation, we probably yeah. should hit record, right? And it's like fun because it is all a flow thing for us. We, we love doing it. And I, I've been you know, loving doing these and recording these episodes and hearing stories. And it is fun, right? It's yeah. like, wow, this is like something I like doing. I don't know how skilled I am at it yet, but like yeah. I love doing it, right? And kind of being on the calls and one-on-ones and just talking ideas and execution and what works, what doesn't work right whether it's a one-on-one call group call recording a podcast it's fun yeah um, it, it's really fun and i think one of the things i've been most impressed with you guys is like the dedication you guys have to mastering your craft and taking that ownership of whatever you're doing and working i'm always learning something from you guys on the algorithm and all that like yeah. that's actually stuff like i'm good at linkedin content i don't love studying the algorithm and all yeah, that yeah. i just don't care right yeah, but that's yeah, why yeah. now i got you guys like yeah. to, like fill me in on that and all that so i love it like it compliments that and that's the thing you guys are such a great compliment to what we're doing at digital recruiter yeah. like both your perspectives and, you know, with the sales and the content creation and, and kind of yeah. the candidate experience and Kevin's recruiting background, like it, it's so fun when you yeah. put yourself out there. And now, like, kind of feel like we have like this, like, all-star team and the yeah. recruiter of like coaches. And it's just like, you know, with you guys with Keely with sales and Ross also with content, like the direct response and Christina with her tech and operations with yeah. the recruiting and sales background. It's like, it's so fun for us to come together on these calls and just like talk shop. I'm like, man, I can't wait to bring this to the crew, to the yeah. to the recruiters, right? On the group calls. Like that's the zone. Like I'm grateful for that every day because it's so fun. Like it's yeah. so it, fun. It is. It is so fun. That's And when you get that zone of excellence and you find people who are in their zone of excellence and you compliment each other, that's when it's the most fun. Because, you know, the other point is Kevin and I were like, yeah, can we do sales? Yeah, but we love the coaching aspect. We love the creative aspect the most because it's like you have limited time. So it's like when I like we, me and Kevin got together and, you know, it's funny. I met Kevin in 2020 and I gave him advice on how to get into recruiting and he ran with it. I barely knew anything, but I had some knowledge and I gave it to him and he, he ran with it. And now I'm learning so much from him. But it's like now we're together and we're doing it. And it's like the timing worked, but it's like we put in those reps and we put in those things and it's like he has these strengths i have these strengths and we work together and we understand and it's fun and you see we've all seen each other put in the reps yeah and it's all around so there's a trust there's a respect factor there that like i respect the work you put in that kevin's put in that christina and keely like we all see that and like when you have that there's no shipping or anything else like that it's just like let's keep getting it like let's keep getting better let's keep helping our clients get better and you coming in and you guys coming in like loving that coaching piece. I'm like, great. We, I love having a bunch of great coaches in here and different perspectives. That's a huge value add. I was like, and I love sales. Like I love, love, love sales calls Yeah, because I know how brutal the market is out there. And I like people that are like, what the heck is going on with this like coaching market or whatever else. And they get to talk to me and we just like, we get after it. Like we can talk shop the, the problems that are out there that they've run into, why things haven't worked. I'm like, look, here's what's going on. I think here's what you're seeing. And like, here's the other way to do it. Here's kind of what I found. Like, what does this sound like? I'm like, that's what I've been looking for. I'm like, awesome. Right. Like I love kind of throwing out the life draft, right. And kind of bringing them into the digital recruiter crew. and like, we're going to get you right. Like we're going to do this the right way. Right. And that's the, that is so fun because then I know I got a team of coaches like you guys that are going to take care of them. You know, I'm, I'm going to be in there too. I'm going to be on the calls and coaching one-on-one, but so are you guys. I'm like, we're going to take care of you. Come on in. 
And then when people see that, it's like, oh, like this like came through. I'm getting my money's worth plus some like, whew, like, right. It, it kind of that, that faith. And then they're like, oh, I invested in the right thing. And that is so powerful for people. I'm sure it's the same thing for you with the resume. It's like, oh, I picked the right person. Yeah. Right. And it came through and like, man, like we're just each one people like that's kind of the most we can do right yeah. that's and that's it like i'm pretty good with that yeah and no look that's rewarding when i get those messages like yo i got two interviews i got three interviews i'm i'm getting offers for like i've gotten people raises in the 80 to 130k range crazy and i was like man that's like bigger than whole people's salary and i was shocked i was like okay now i know and it, it's just so rewarding because now mm. you've like changed your life and these people end up being the best referral sources so i always say do great work, get good results, and you'll get those referrals. What's the secret? As much as you can share. No, I can share everything. Raises. No, yeah. I can share. What happens is you got to have a resume that's – so here's the thing about resumes. People go for fancy things, and you as a recruiter know it's like, give me something simple and clean. Don't do all this stuff. Just go straight to the point. And I say, look, recruiters, depending on where they're working, they work with an ATS, so keep – a format that's simple, clean, nothing fancy. I don't even put underlines italics because some of these systems, you know, like you're going to these systems and they're not returning candidates and they're like, wait, I remember that guy had it. And it's like weird, right? So I say use a simple format. Then the other thing is, look, when I sit down with them for two to three hours, I'm asking them, hey, what do you do? Oh, I close deals. What type of deals? Oh, I close deals for people in the trucking, logistics, manufacturing industry. Okay, how many deals have you closed? Well, I closed about 20 deals this year. Oh, what were your KPIs? Oh, I was supposed to close 12. So I was like, you're... Well, you're like 80, you're like 66% above, you're like 66% above quota or whatever. And then like, yeah, I am. I was like, okay, so why didn't you put that? You just put closed deals. And, you know, <laughs> and then I was like, how much revenue is that? And then I was like, oh, that's X amount of revenue. So then I'll be like, hey, pro prospect and generate leads in XYZ industry in this territory. And you talk about closing, you know, 20 plus deals. And X about. So now what happens is, yeah, it's on the resume. It's in their mind. Now when they go to interview, be like, hey, I closed 20 deals in XYZ industry. My quota was 12, so I was 66% above quota. Now it's like, cool, I got the thing. And now you can go into the how of what you did. What was your creative approach? Here's how I did it. And then you as a recruiter, you have to sell the candidate. When they have a good resume, it's like, hey, look, there's this yeah. guy above quota, has sold in your industry. Do you want to talk? So it's about understanding that and then interviewing. So that's really what it's about. But it, look, that's the secret, but it's not easy. As you know, in coaching, I say, hey, create good content, do this. But you got to sit down with the person and get it out of them. Because I say, look, you have all the information I need to do the resume. I need to ask you the right questions to get it out of you. And that's really the secret. Go into your numbers. Keep it simple and highlight it. You'd be surprised. It, it, it's, I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, that's what we do with the LinkedIn profile and yeah, get the results, quantify it as much as you can on there. Make it simple for a hiring manager to read, for a recruiter to read, for a recruiter to sell you to a hiring manager is a yeah. huge underlooked piece of it. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I tell recruiters that are looking to get in business development and get more clients. I'm like, Make your client make it easy for your clients to see what problems you solved, how you solved yeah. it, and make it simple to digest. And yeah, it's hard to get to that simple. That's why we're there. So we coach yeah. them and teach them. But that's where the magic is, right? Yeah. It's making it, you know, what's in it for the a person on the other side, right? The person you're trying to reach to. That's what you got to come get across, right? Making their yeah. job easy. And yeah. that's where you get the domino effect of referrals or getting the interview and all this other stuff, right? You make it easy for people to understand kind of 
what you're doing, what you've done, right? And where you're looking to go. Like that's, it's hard, but that's where the yeah. worthwhile work is. Yeah. And you know, that's why like each line takes time. It takes like five. It's a conversation of like, okay, you don't need to, in the interview, go into that detail, but over here, they just need to know recruiter needs to know industry, what you did, the context, like people will be like, Hey, like I've done resumes for people in retail. I was like, look, obviously you did this. How many customers did you serve? Oh, I served like 200 plus. I remember one guy, I was like, how many tires did you change? He changed 10,000 tires. I was like, you don't know anything about tires, but you know, that's a lot of tires. That's like, that's all you need. To that's know. A lot I changed. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of tires. And that's it. You really just really need to know how to sell yourself. And then once you get out there, people start realizing like, wow, I bring this much value, right. That I, I I'm doing contracts that are like, you know, $1.3 million ACV. I'm doing X, Y, Z. I expended territories. I sold new products. They need to know that. Because you can't, as a recruiter, you can't be like, hey, Janine was amazing. Trust me, trust me. And the resume is crappy. It's like, oh, I trust you. We had a good feeling. It's like you're using your social capital to put your neck. Whereas like, hey, Janine, he was a great candidate, very enthusiastic. And here's his resume. And you're like, okay, boom, let's do it. Yeah, that's why in the agency, like we got the intake forms. That's all always always on there, right? They got to quantify. Yeah. They got to, you can't have just a touchy feely, right? The critter yeah. notes being like, great candidate. Love the conversation. I'm like, that's not enough. Like we need yeah. more. Because these companies have been burned yeah. before by that and by trusting, right, the first recruiter and all that. So you always got to be like, how do I stand out? How do I be better? And that's how yeah. you do it as a recruiter. So as a candidate, if you're bringing that to the table, it's amazing. So Yeah, you just make yeah. it so much easier. And then now you're much more confident. And, and just like you said, you give away all the secrets in the yeah. podcast. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, if someone listened to all your podcasts. But again, it's one of those things that actually executing it, actually doing it, that's a totally different level. It's a whole different level. So it, it, it's, you know, and that's where kind of we're going into the, you know, the content, right? We've teamed up with you and Kevin to create content for recruiters and executives um, that are looking to capture their brand and, and know they need to be consistent and get their voice out there and stand apart from other agencies, right? Because it's like car insurance or it's like, yeah. you know, anything else. We talked to the car content call, right? Like we know uh progressive and we know geico because of the lizard and because of flow yeah. right I, I i know these names right so yeah, you gotta yeah. figure out a, you gotta capture your voice you gotta stand out right that's what we're doing that's why i'm excited to create video content and text content and carousels and podcasts for recruiters and executives as we go forward because i think we're like together we're like we have it down like the recipe down and kind of what works and always staying ahead of the game um that's why it's super exciting to kind of work with you and know that we can deliver that incredible service to yeah. the clients. So we're already starting to do it with digital recruiter clients and, and people that are coming in. Um, so I'm excited to kind of keep building on that, take what you've learned from all those resumes and candidates and what you and Kevin and I have all learned uh, for doing content, creating it for our clients and just adding to that in 2024. So you know, I, I'm excited to, to see what's to come and just appreciate you having, you know, coming on here and joining me, man. So um, yeah. What, what do you want to leave the people with? What I would say is, um, if you watch, I have a podcast too, yeah. so I I have we'll the no degree podcast. Yeah. yeah, so I, I have the no degree podcast. So if you, uh, I interview people without college degrees and have them share their stories. And then if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, you know, Clark will put it in the show notes. But I generally like talking to people. Just send a personalized note. Just say, hey, if you just say Clark, I will hundred percent accept it. You don't have to give a sentence. I will know that. Just one that Clark. Clark. It's like a coupon yeah. code. Just a coupon yeah. code Clark. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Coupon code <laughs> Clark. So just do that. Um, I would say, look, trust the journey, trust the process, take your time and you'll see it will be worth it. I love it. Janad, you are a 
dude, a wealth of knowledge. And I have just so much respect for what you've built, your work ethic, and just, just always awesome to talk to. So I appreciate you being here, man. No, appreciate being here. Of course. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Um, you know, make sure to do all the nice stuff, five stars, all that good stuff, like download, uh, help us get the word out. So we appreciate you listening and uh, we'll see you next time.